At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are off and running on a Wednesday night from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. That right there is Tampa Bay Lightning's biggest fan, Sean King. Cooch! I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. For a moment there in the second period of the Rangers and Lightning game, it felt like we had an Avs-Oilers game broken out. Six goals already. Four coming in the second period, and the Rangers heading into the third and final period. Sean King lead four to two. Anybody who played the under me, uh, well, you you know, you sit back and you say, hey, you win some, you lose some. And uh, I lost some tonight. Hopefully, Sean's puck line ticket can somehow. Well, I have my Kucherov shirt on. I see that. So this is a rally shirt. I couldn't find my lightning hat. I blame myself because when I left my upscale elite fancy cigar lounge, the score was 1-1. By the time I stepped foot in the circle, uh, it had magically went to 4-2. So I missed the second period, but obviously it didn't go our way. But we're not two-time, three-time, and back-to-back defending Stanley champions because we can't overcome adversity. I will say this, just from an observation in the first period, we looked to be moving in slow motion. It was almost like the Lightning players had ankle weights on specifically Sergei Kucherov. I mean, he played, he gave up the first goal by not hurtling to uh, Marcus Mann. He missed a wide-open net by uh, selling the puck, you know, by the net in the first period. So he definitely has not been playing his best. You can see the rust on some of the guys. Stamkos looks great. Uh, we do miss Braden Point. I think that explosiveness is lacking. But, again, another lightning. So we'll figure it out. 4-2 to two, heading into the third and final period at Madison Square Garden. Uh, right now at Circa, you can get the the Lightning, Sean. Do you believe I don't, the Lightning? I don't necessarily know if we're going to win tonight, but if they get plus, plus money. Plus 745 right now. If they get plus money to win the series, I'm all in. Ooh. All in. I would say they will be if yeah. they lose tonight. I'm all in. This will be like a Miami-Boston situation. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me who did that. You. Yeah. That's why I thought of it. No, I know. Well, I just got a, I got a tweet. Because I, I like to be honest, and we have some fun on Twitter. Uh, you're not going to win all your bets, you know? You got <laughs> to be transparent. I, look, Twitter is a space that even though we all know 
especially those watching and listening on VEASAN. We all bet. We all know. We don't hit all our bets. We could hit a heater. We could have a nice run. But we lose bets. And I gave out the under last night. I rode with my guy, Todd Furman. I'm not blaming him. I'm, I, I, I liked it, too. I liked it before Todd came on. And uh, I lost the bet. Yeah, I didn't have an opinion on and, the total. Uh, and Jay, Jay on Twitter said, I got to say, and I mean this as a compliment, nobody could ever accuse you of being a Twitter gambler who only posts his victories. That's for damn sure. Yeah, you got to be honest. You got to be transparent, man. So when you win, you could peacock like Sean likes to do, like I like to do. Hey, hey. we all like money. But when you lose, you got to. I don't think I've ever lost a bet. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Following your sword. Right. I'm undefeated for the year. <laughs> No, I didn't have a strong feeling on the total. Um, you did like the the, the lightning on the I puck do, line. I, I have a money line. My puck line ticket is 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 dead already because. Uh, I mean, I'm looking. Up Houston right. decided not to give Verlander any run support through seven innings today. I thought you were going Tampa Bay. I do. I have Tampa too. They're down two zero, I think. By the way, are the uh, we're we're going to be all over the place tonight? Yeah. I just feel it. Are the Dodgers really going to get swept by the Pirates? Jay is looking. Where's Jason at? Are you in game run line? Jay, money line in this today? Jay said. Jay said, "No, I'm out. I walked back there. They got to come back tonight." But I, I imagine that it's not that much value right now. What? What is it actually? Top, top six. I don't know. Check it out. Yeah. I might have to do it. Uh, I think we got the the because the Pirates won the first two games, right? Yeah, they won yeah. the first two games. There's no way they won the third game. It's impossible. <laughs> it's. It's very possible. They come back and all their stuff will be on out on the. And we were just talking about before this pirate series. We're like, man, why don't you just take the Dodgers on the run line every night? They're just blowing teams out. Dodgers <laughs> are only minus one hundred six right now. Ooh, hmm. maybe man. You I'm... can get them plus one thirty one, but the game has the end in nine. In nine. Ooh. All right. I might. I gotta have something. I've already lost my one bet. I gotta. I gotta get something to entertain me tonight. I'm already on the schneid right now. We got, uh, we got, we got golfers. Uh, did you? Could I have convinced you on anything for the match with Mahomes? I took whoever the underdog was. It was Mahomes and Allen. I think, uh, I think D. Ross and Pritch earlier today. Uh, at least D. Ross, because D. Ross likes uh, letting people know. He he tweets. I think Dave Ross might tweet like six times a minute. Yeah, I've never seen someone tweet more than him. I, I would have taken Mahomes and Allen because if Brady's an eight, then I mean I'm Michael Jackson. I mean there's no way possible. <laughs> I mean he's out there hacking it up like a dude that shoots a hundred on the regular. I just want to know when Sean King's going to get into one of these. But that's matches. what they need to do. We, they had two hackers out there, Josh Allen and Tom Brady are hackers. I have. I'll be honest. I haven't watched this. Oh yeah, second. we have. Of course, we had it on TV. And they were hacking it. I mean, spraying it left, right, right, left. Pretty pathetic, to be honest. Staring at it right now. Minus 106 on the Dodgers. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I mean, it looks so easy. This <laughs> Well, it doesn't because they lost the last two games. Right. Like, I'm trying to figure out what happened <laughs> the last two nights. Oh, man. All right, let's get back to, uh, let's get back to hockey real quick. So Home's not bad. Four to two after two. Uh, once again, your live total, believe it or not, for this game. Eight and a half right now. Now it's juiced heavily to the under, uh, as you see right there. At DraftKings minus one fifty here at Circa, it's minus one forty five. So it's heavily juiced to the under. But from what you've seen through the first forty minutes, I know you missed a chunk of it driving into work. Do you feel like your lightning can light up Igor here, Shishurkin, and uh, 
and tie this thing up, force overtime, and then anything goes. Can I get back with you? <laughs> After about the first five minutes. I got to know now. I don't know. If, like, we should go, if we should go in at plus 740 or if whatever. If I'm betting money, I'm not betting money. I'm just, I'm just not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, seven to one is what you got uh, St. Peter's to beat Purdue. I mean, this is this is what that is right now. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna just chill out. <laughs> Gotta know when to fold them. Know when to hold them. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, we that's, that. that's Do we need I'm that right, right now. now. I feel like I'm chasing. If I make any bets right now, oh, because I don't feel confident definitely. about. Definitely would be chasing. Because the Lightning are so, like, borderline conceded. I can see them saying, who cares who wins game one? We're going to win in six. Win in six? Yeah, we'll win four the next five. I can just, I know how they are. So if I thought that they were going to come out and, like, give it everything they have to win the game, I might actually take the Lightning at a plus 666 right now on the money line, but. I don't trust those guys. All right, third period underway at Madison Square Garden. Who knows what we might get. And the Lightning, uh, maybe this is a situation, Sean, where we talked about the rest. Is it going to be an issue? They had been off for, what, nine days? And the Rangers came in here, seven-game series against the Canes, had to go on the road, winning two... They're 5-0 and this postseason, and oh, my God almighty. I told you, I could tell them when they were skating. Nobody was making sharp turns. Uh, Sean, I'm going to say they don't win yeah, this game. Yeah, I told you, like, they just <laughs> – I know them too well. Like, I know them uh, too well. Holy moly. Like, watch how they're skating right now. Like, guys are making, like – you ever been in a car with no power steering and you got to turn it around? Like, that's what the lightning looked like skating. By the way, the uh, end game on the Dodgers is up to minus 122. Damn. They're gonna get out of this inning here, and that's what's that's what's gonna trouble oh, me. So the TV's behind. Yeah, I think so. I think they get out of it here. So now I was I was I was looking at the, at at what we had going. Maybe they, maybe it isn't behind. I don't know. I'm so glad, by the way, that uh, I'm not at my cigar lounge. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, your friends wouldn't be. Uh, I was talking so much trash. You talking trash? Oh man, get out of here. I, I I've never never heard you talk trash in your life. Five to two now. Panarin, the latest to uh, to light the lamp. So we have seven goals in this game. Uh, as you take a look, there's uh, Panarin plus 275. Chris Kreider scored the game's first goal. He was plus 150. So uh, Steven Stamkos also scoring plus 175. It, is, uh, it has been an impressive, a bit of an eye-opening uh, performance here by the Rangers. But maybe this is the opportunity, Sean. Yeah. Like you said. I hope they're going to win it like 7-2. I was going to say, maybe it's a buy-low yeah. opportunity. I hope they pull Vasilevsky, everything. And then if the Lightning lose in game two, I won't be to work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> When's game two? Oh, that's Friday night. Friday oh, night. Oh, my God. Friday night, if they're losing, man, Banks is just going to have I'm not going to come in. Just... Well, the game's going to be going on while we're here. I know. I'll know. You'll know? I know my Lightning. I can tell within three minutes of the first period. Hey, which group showed up today? Well, next time, let me know so I could fire in-game, even though they gave up a goal. A minute, already, what else did you need? A minute need? and 11 seconds <laughs> into this game. A minute and 11 seconds. Um, appreciate the uh, the tweets uh, from Jonathan Davis as he let us know. Uh, he, keeps, he keeps a good trend. So uh, at West Coast Hockey, give him a follow on Twitter. He does a really good. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. job that's hky of uh keeping you updated on the trends so so far uh in this postseason or in this round i should say it's in the cinema cash app it's been two uh two and oh send our cash app for the show cash app yeah if you're gonna be promoting his thing send him our cash app i don't know what that is people gotta pay to get promoted on nightcap i'm just just because your team's getting their ass kicked, hey cash mean... app nightcap no Stop. You can go in our little sweets fund. Get some more candy for the fellas. I I appreciate. I Lightning appreciate, a 40 to 1 if you believe. Yeah, no. I'm going to go ahead and uh, pass on that one. Hey, Dodgers got two men on. Come on. Or the Pirates got two men on. Come on, in-game app. Let's go. Let's give me a little uh, little plus money on the, uh, the Dodgers here. All right. We'll get to the NBA Finals. Those get started tomorrow night. That's Sean Cooch. I'm Timmons and I kept This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zin Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zin is available in 10 varieties. Two strengths, three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zin anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zin. Visit Zin.com, that's Z-Y-N.com to learn more, to find Zin nicotine pouches near you. Zin nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Uh, breaking news. I have bet the Dodgers. I bet the Rays. So can we get the Rays on uh, TV 8? You don't want to watch the Brewers? No, nah, I'm tired of the Brewers. They're in the red tape right now. I reserve the right to take them out, but they're uh, they're in the red tape. <laughs> yeah, a man's got to have a code. You know, you got to live by something. Like if there's one team, they might be the best team in the world, but when you particularly have a ticket that's dependent upon them, it, they don't come through. Then for you, that team might need to go in the red tape. Just saying. I mean, do we need to keep watching the the match? I don't yeah, even, of course. I don't even know what the. I don't even know. Do we? Are we, you watching the Brewers game? Did you bet that? No, I didn't bet it. Oh, I just have it on. Oh, I do. I do business in uh, in Milwaukee. I like to keep oh. up on the Brew Crew. Yeah. That's all right. We can. I mean, we got the Lightning. Tom Brady's on like twelve TVs. Tom so. Brady's got his hat on backwards. You know, he's trying to. Uh, 
Anyway, have your opinions changed regarding tomorrow's NBA contest? They have not. Um, I actually... Because all the public seems to be with the Warriors. Yep. Yet most of the sharp money I think there's, seems to be thinking there's value with the Celtics. I do. So last night I played the Celtics uh, at plus 145 to win the series. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after talking to JVT and reading his write-up, once again, I, I highly recommend going to vcin.com. Uh, if you haven't already, and, and check out uh, Jonathan Von Tobel's breakdown. I, I just I look at the price that was out there at plus 145 last night, and I felt like it's an implied probability of about 41%. Mm-hmm. To me, I think it's about a 50-50 series. So at plus 145, I went ahead and took a little a little nibble on, uh, on the Celtics to win the series. I know you're all in on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. How are you going to bet the Warriors? What's your what's your method, your madness? Because I know you ain't laying one sixty. <laughs> I know you too well. By the way, for entertainment purposes, since I am up two nothing, no big deal. I will uh, I will take you up on a cigar bet. All right, take the I get Golden State. You get the Celtics. Yep, okay. for the series. Yeah. So I took Golden State in five and Golden State in six. Okay. And Just gonna, my thought process. You're going to be so mad when it comes home at 7? It might. I have chances, though. Because if it goes 7, Golden State will be underdogs in a couple games. Uh, They won't be an underdog game 7, though. Yeah, they won't. But, I mean, I have a chance to bet them in between. So, you have Boston, mm-hmm. Celtics. Okay. And I have Golden State Warriors. What's, what's really interesting about this series is – Tomorrow night and then Sunday night, both games in Golden State. The Warriors nine and zero this postseason at home, and seven and two against the spread at home. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are seven and two this postseason on the road. They've been terrific. Now it's been a different story, Sean, uh, when it comes to home games for the Celtics, which is surprising. The Celtics, you would think, especially now that. Golden State is out of Oracle, and they're in the Chase Center in downtown San Francisco. You would think Boston would have the best home court advantage in the league, or at least in the playoffs. And they have a great crowd, but they just they have they lost a couple games in Milwaukee, lost a couple games to Miami. It's it's been kind of I'm trying to think of the right word. It's been surprising to see how much Boston has struggled at home, but how much they've thrived on the road, and they've been terrific, too, coming off of a loss. They have not lost this postseason coming off of a loss. They have always found a way to rebound. So I don't really count anything Boston's done in this playoff, particularly because of how much better and how much higher graded I have Golden State offensively. I don't think Boston has played with anybody remotely Similar to this Golden State offense, as far as being able Golden to State, make shots. Though, to play devil's advocate, Golden State has not faced any defense of the level of the Boston Celtics. Yeah, but they've played guys with better players. Yeah, Luca's better than anybody on Boston. I know Tatum. I was legit now. Oh come on! I mean Dallas. Dallas is. I know. You can't even compare that roster. Memphis, darn good basketball without team. Without Ja. Yeah. Well, the end of the series, they actually played better probably without Ja. I mean, pound for pound, the Celtics are in my opinion, a better roster. Um, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't necessarily say they're a better team the way that the Warriors are playing. Well, but I, I think from top to bottom, I think Golden, especially State, if I think Golden Williams, State wins game one by double digits. Can I take you a cigar bet on that? 
Uh, I get Celtics plus. No, nine we'll take whatever the line is. I'll take Celtics minus three. That's what the line is, right? Three and a half. Or three and a half. I'll take Celtics minus three and a half. Game one. You take Boston. I mean, I'll take Golden State minus three and a half. Well, you I mean knowing you, you're going to take your uh, your super. We gonna you're going to take a you know no, add that points I'm to it. Play Golden State minus three and a half. You uh, want Boston plus three and a half? Um, there is one offshore shop. Give me four. Give me four. Come on, comp. You're so confident. Give me the four. Four. All that does is bring the push in. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, right. I'll give you four. <laughs> oh, oh, Dodger just ran into a double play. That was smart base running. What are we doing? Golden State minus four, Boston plus four. Okay. So the Dodgers just rounded out the third and then got thrown out at third. Yeah, maybe I made a poor choice on this bet. What are, yeah. you, what are you doing? The Rays, uh, they closed the game at two to one. It's the bottom of the seventh, so we have six outs to hopefully figure out how to get the lead. I mean, that's just horrendous base running. Absolutely. What did I say I wanted New York to win? 7-2? 6-2 now. Yeah, good. Another one, goal for the Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers have single-handedly, folks, tonight hit the over uh, by themselves. So let's uh, – let's. There, there are some player props for game one. Are you anticipating any particular player to go off, to fade, to have a – to struggle a little bit. What, what's your expectation for game one? I wasn't sure. Yeah. I wasn't sure schematically and strategically what Tampa was going to present in this series. And I think John Cooper's taking some notes. I think he's finding some different things out. Uh, oh. He didn't seem very concerned when they interviewed him after the first period. Talk about the uh, NBA. Oh, I thought you were talking about, uh, <laughs> shoot, I thought you were talking about hockey. <laughs> Oh. Right there. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, John Cooper. So, for me, Golden State's a little difficult. Because I think they want to – I, I got to see what's their plan for their ball handoff. Like, who do they want to end up switched on who? So, even though it's not a true pick and roll, it's still two offensive players that are interchanging the ball and Boston's going to – attempt to switch all of those interactions. Just like on a pick and roll, you can backdoor cut it. You know, you can fake the screen and backdoor. The, the ball handoff is the same thing. So I want to see how Steve Kerr, what's he targeting? Is, is he going to allow Poole to bring the ball up and get in a handoff situation with Curry? Is he going to take Draymond bringing the ball up, which makes it more difficult for Boston to squeeze that handoff as much. So I, I kind of want to see what Golden State's thinking. Because that way I'll be able to decide who should be the guy with the majority of open looks. Yeah, I think it's going to be a feeling out process. Yeah. I, I Because it gets tricky with Thompson Wiggins' pool. What's, what the Celtics do so well is they're very interchangeable. They they switch screens so well. I'll take the under in all the Celtics stats. <laughs> Explain to me why you just have this realization that the Celtics suck when they had a much I didn't more, say they suck when they had a much more I did challenging road to the finals than the Warriors I just think they got they, I don't think they got a more challenging road how because they caught Milwaukee without Chris Middleton and Still that's the Giannis. Oh, but that Giannis is so not, you you you're giving the Warriors credit for beating the Grizzlies when they didn't have Ja but then you don't give the Celtics credit for no, beating. No, no. being down three games to two. I haven't crowned the, the Warriors. Oh, yet you have. No, I haven't. But I also think that. Also, Dallas. I, I, 
You're you lofted up Dallas to some so crazy level. So if if Milwaukee, Dallas is so John ja Morant is Milwaukee's Giannis. That's just player for player. That's who they are. Yeah, but Giannis is better. Memphis beat Golden State without Ja. Milwaukee without Giannis wouldn't stay within fifteen or twenty points. Like those supporting cast, I'm just speaking. Hold on, how, hold on, hold on. I'm hold speaking on, hold to on. how. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who wouldn't stay within 15 points without without Giannis? Yeah, Milwaukee. Okay, but they had Giannis. I know, but I'm saying you're saying Memphis didn't have Jaw, and I'm saying those guys still beat Golden State. Meaning that I'm talking supporting cast here. I'm saying that's how bad I think Milwaukee's supporting cast around Giannis was, minus Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday's first team all defense. But he didn't play like it this year. He played bad. Offensively, he played bad. defense. Yeah, you're talking about the back of the basketball court. I'm talking about this current playoffs and what happened. You need to focus more on your lightning. I have no idea what you're talking about tonight. It's a nightcap here on season. <laughs> this is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The MLB season is in full swing. It's the MLB season. I kind of just mumbled the three letters together. But you could play ball with Peacock MLB Sunday leadoff challenge. Just draft your players and compete for free for up to $10,000 in prizes. Visit DraftKings.com slash Peacock for more information. Don't just watch your shows. Peacock them. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. For details, it is the nightcap here on VEASAN. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is six to 6-2 Rangers leading the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hey, Ooh. enough of that. Just introduce the guests. Sean. Okay. We got to report the news, you know. We got to tell the people who are out there. Such a hater. I'm not a hater. I, look, I wish it was 2-2 two to because two, then maybe I'd have a chance to win my bet. But apparently your guy, <laughs> uh, Vasilevsky, decided to give up six goals today. But. I do agree. Let's get to our next guest. It is Nick Whalen from Rotowire at Whalen, but replace the L with the number one for his Twitter handle, uh, senior uh, NBA writer there for Rotowire. Nick, uh, looking at this series, there, there's so many facets to, to go about. You know, great defense versus uh, great offense, but the Warriors are no slouches uh, defensively, too. But I, I do want to start off with the way the Warriors have been playing offensively. So far this postseason, you look at their offensive rating in the regular season, very solid, but it's improved by four points here in the postseason. So what, in your opinion, have the Warriors done through these first three rounds of the postseason that have helped them increase that offensive rating to uh, the best in the league at 116? Well, for one, I think we're starting to see uh, a, a little more of the version of Steph Curry that we saw early on in the year when he was the, the guy who was going to win the MVP through 20, 25 games. And then he went through that kind of uncurry like prolonged slump really over the final three or four months of the regular season where he was still playing all-star caliber basketball, but he was not on that all world, you know, never before seen type of shooting uh, that we've come to expect out of Stephen Curry. And, you know, at times he's kind of regressed toward being that player again uh, in the playoffs, but He's been much more consistent. You know, he's up now over 38% from three during the postseason. He's at 45% from the field. He's been more aggressive uh, in games where they've needed him. You know, he's had some big, big explosive games through these last couple series. So offensively for Golden State, that's where it starts. But 
outside of that, I mean, it's been Andrew Wiggins stepping up. It's been Jordan Poole stepping up in round one. It's been Kevon Looney even stepping up in that Dallas series at a couple of big games. So this Golden State team, certainly not quite as talented uh, as the Durant era teams. I don't think anybody is making that case, but uh, I think you could make the case that they have maybe more well-rounded contributors throughout this roster. Those, those previous Golden State teams were very, very top-heavy. And then you had some role players who kind of did their thing every now and then, Sean Livingston, Barbosa, guys like that. But, you know, you have Jordan Poole, you have Andrew Wiggins. Um, you know, the, the, this roster is just so deep. And even the young guys have been getting in on the act. You know, Nick, I think you kind of sound like you feel like I feel that Boston's defense has gotten a lot of accolades, deservedly so, uh, especially in an era where you don't see guys play with that kind of energy and commitment, you know, from an effort standpoint. Mm -hmm. But when you look at this Golden State team, like I I think when Boston was going in those stretches where they were shutting their Eastern Conference opponents down, I saw Grayson Allen missing wide open threes and Robin Lopez unable to make a three. And then you go to the Heat. You know, Tyler Hero's out. Nobody else, you know, even looks like they're shooting at one basket. Like, those guys shoot and look like the basket's moving spots on the court. And then you look at Golden State, and as you mentioned, Curry's shooting 38%, but Clay's shooting 40, Poole's shooting 39, Wiggins is shooting 35. Mm-hmm. Is this the best offense by far that Boston will have to try and defend this playoffs? I think that's a good question, John. And I think, I think it is. And, you know, on paper, it looks like Boston has had the March, much harder road to the NBA finals. And that's true, but you know, there are some caveats along the way, you know, that Nets team that they swept, they deserve credit for taking care of them in four games. But I think it's pretty clear in retrospect that the Nets were not quite as good uh, as pretty much everybody thought they were. I mean, everyone thought that was going to be your six or seven game series. Boston takes care of them in four. You get a Milwaukee team without its second best player in Chris Middleton that series still goes seven. And then you get a Miami team in the Eastern conference finals that it felt like Boston over and over kept proving that it was the better team. And yet, despite Miami's entire roster seemingly being banged up, the heat couldn't hit threes. That series still goes seven. So the competition level is going to step up here. You know, I think we're going to find out really quickly in games one and two in this series, if Boston is as good as we think they are, because golden state is going to be another step up. They're fully healthy. Uh, and, and you know, the way that they were able to limit Milwaukee and Miami from beyond the arc, like you're saying, they're not going to be able to do that to Golden State. You know, Milwaukee and Miami had plenty of open looks. Miami shot 30% from three as a team in that Eastern Conference final series. Milwaukee was even worse, down at 28%. So part of it is credit to Boston for good defense. You know, watching that Milwaukee series, especially, it felt like the Bucs had to work so hard just to generate any kind of open corner three. And, and more often than not, it was Grayson Allen or it was Wes Matthews breaking that shot. And on the other end, it felt like Boston was just, you know, raining wide open threes. Grant Williams, Al Horford, even Brown and Tatum were getting those looks. And, you know, at the same time, you know, Golden State, you think of as an offensive team, but they're a very good defensive team as well. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how Boston handles that change because, you know, Miami and Milwaukee are formidable opponents, but neither of those teams were at 100% and neither of them shot the ball well for the entire series. We're talking once again to Nick Whalen, NBA uh, editor for RotoWire at Whalen, but replace the L with the number one uh, on Twitter. Uh, Nick, before we get to your prediction on this series, uh, let's look at the uh, finals market. And I'm under the belief, uh, and at DraftKings, it's plus 110 right now for Steph Curry. If the Warriors win this series, I I find it hard to believe anybody else is going to win NBA Finals MVP. I do think... You can make a case for a bunch of Celtics, 
Jason Tatum, the rightful favorite, if the Celtics were to win plus 170, but Jalen Brown at around 11, 12 to 1, and then you know Marcus Smart, Al Horford. So let's start with the Warriors. If the Warriors win, can you make a case? Can you envision a Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins, a Jordan Poole, taking this away from Steph Curry, who is, once again, never won NBA Finals MVP? So I would like to say, no, I can't envision that, but it's already happened three times, right? And, and two of those were Kevin Durant, and that's a much different scenario. Uh, but it already happened once with, with Andre Iguodala uh, kind of stealing that one from Steph in 2015. However, I think the fact that that happens is now going to work in Curry's favor, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I think he could even have an average to slightly above average series. And as long as no one else on the Warriors just completely goes off, Curry's going to get the benefit of the doubt, right? I think everyone agrees that he probably should have won it in 2015. It's kind of the one blemish on his legacy right now. And I, I think he's reached that point where people want him to win finals MVP. He won't necessarily have to have this crazy performance as long as he just doesn't blow it. Uh, and the Warriors, of course, win the series. It's hard to imagine the, the award not going to Steph Curry. Um, you know, Clay Thompson's probably the only other one I could make a real case for just because we've seen him have that microwave scoring ability. You know, like if Steph Curry, let's say he struggles for two straight games and he goes a combined, like, I don't know, 10 of 40 from the field. And meanwhile, the Warriors win both games and Clay Thompson hits a combined 15 threes in those games. Then you could maybe see that kind of argument creep its way in. But, you know, unless someone else on the Warriors like dramatically, dramatically outplays Stephen Curry, I think he gets it as kind of a lifetime achievement award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's what this is for him. And he's a good guy. He does things the right way. Right. You know, people regret give, not giving him the one that Iguodala won. Like, they know in hindsight that was a mistake. Um, right. right. Said, and I think the same thing would have happened with Chris Paul had the Suns. Yeah, absolutely. You know, finals or had they won it last year. Even if Devin Booker had the better series, I think Chris Paul was going to win it because it felt like it was his time. Right. Same thing. State Farm, face of the NBA. (laughs) From an injury standpoint, Nick, Gary Payton has been out since the Memphis series. Uh, Are (laughs) the Warriors expecting him to be back? And if so, how significant is his return? I think it's really significant. You know, he's a guy who comes in and is basically just an energy guy on defense. You know, he's a good finisher on offense, but he's out there uh, to to bother players on defense. And Boston has a number of players who you could throw him at. So I, I think getting Gary Payton back, uh, is a huge boost for Golden State. He's, he's a guy you don't really worry about any rust in this situation. You know, you're not really expecting anything out of him offensively. So, you know, you, you, and he was dealing with an elbow injury, I believe. So, you know, not a situation where he's been laid up for the last few weeks. Like, he should be ready to go. I think that's going to be a big-time boost for Golden State defensively. They'll also be getting out of quarterback. It sounds like Andre Iguodala could be back as well. The Iguodala one is one that I worry about a little bit just because he's barely played at all in the playoffs. I think his last game was like game one or game two against Denver. Obviously he's up there in age. Um, You know, my one concern is if they feel like they have to kind of shoehorn him into the rotation, you know, because of his pedigree, I don't know if that's for the best because they have so many options and so many guys who are playing well right now. Hey Nick, before we let you run, we got 30 seconds. It's, it's that time your prediction who wins and how many games. Oh, man. I, I, I think I got to go with the Warriors. I, I don't feel great about it. Um, but, you know, right now, I think I'm leaning Warriors in six, which on the DraftKings Sportsbook, that exact result uh, is plus 550. Yep. So if you like Warriors in six, you know, not a bad payout there. There you go. You're uh, one in the same with Mr. King. Yep. He thinks See, brilliance. Warriors I, five Brilliance gravitates six. towards brilliance. You Nick, see that? Uh, great stuff. We appreciate stuff, it. Uh, and we will uh, we will talk to you soon throughout the finals. All right, looking forward to it, guys. Enjoy your night. There he is, Nick Whalen from Rotowire. I like Nick. He's a smart guy. You know, JVT said Celtics in six, right?
I'm rolling with Nick. It's the nightcap here on VSIN. <laughs> we'll tell you who won the match next. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $39. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months, they're going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets, Jonathan Von Tobel, his breakdown of the NBA Finals. His preview is up there on VEASAN.com. Andy McNeil, his Thoughts on the ice as well, all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have plenty of NFL preseason coverage as well. Also, golf, UFC, whatever you want, we've got it for you at vsin.com. So if you want that full vsin experience plus features. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare like a daily best bets email every edition of point spread weekly use of our betting tools and that live video stream so you could see sean's beautiful mug in HD, the cost only $39 for a subscriber through July 31st. VSIN.com slash summer. Got a got some got a some fracas going on at Madison Square Garden. Man, hockey full of hoodlums. Showing showing some life. These guys are hoodlums, man. They all the game's over. Six two. They got the referee involved in their foolishness. Bringing them down to the ice. Yeah, the two referees of the peanut butter and jelly. And Reeves and uh, 14 from the Lightning was the bread. Like, they had them, you know, in a very precarious situation <laughs> out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz. Do you kids like peanut butter and jelly? Uh, Yeah, they eat it. Probably not their number one go-to, but. I think my kid would eat peanut butter and jelly every meal, every day, if. If we yeah, see, it. my kids use all that exotic jelly, you know, like apricot, you know, and all that <laughs> kind of foolishness. So, with some Welch's grape or Welch's red. Must be nice. Come on, man. Back to these hoodlums out here with all this fighting. How Hashtag, is it okay rich for play. hockey players to fight? Get down. Oh, my. Oh, boy. It's tied up. Yeah. Oh, it ain't. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's the second game in a row. Had a guy the Dodgers are a disaster. I mean, this is unbelievable. They're in first. No, they're really good. Yeah. I mean, they're really, really good. <laughs> they're disaster it's just, series. How how is this possible? Wow. The Los Angeles Dodgers in the sixth inning 
get a leadoff single, and then Taylor tries to go from first to third on a ground out to third, and now we've got second and third, no outs, and they get no runs against the bleeping Pirates. Freddie Freeman comes up. Hey, man, the Pirates know the Reds are hot on their heels, so they're playing the best baseball. Did they win today? Nope. Yeah. Oh. This is the second the, game in a row the, the Dodgers had a guy thrown out in home plate. This is unbelievable. See, Jay did it twice, and now I jumped in on it. Thinking it, it can't be a sweep, and now we head to the eighth inning. I don't get why you don't want to address how hockey players are allowed to fight, and it's nothing, but God forbid some NBA guys get in a fight or some <laughs> NFL guys get in a fight. Now, they're the biggest criminals and hoodlums ever known to man. I just still don't understand this dichotomy that exists in this particular sports space. Like, they are fighting just because of the opportunity to fight. The game isn't close. What, are they sending a message? I don't know. Like, Steph should be able to run out there and punch Marcus Smart, you know, if he <laughs> grabs him, you know, by the jersey as he's trying to, you know, do a ball handoff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they need to do in the NBA. Make fighting legal. Oh, man. Uh, you, you think those guys know how to fight? Well, you'll find out. I mean, you'll start to stop a lot of that woofing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, uh. you let NBA players try to fight, and they'll be like, nah, I'm good. I'll pass. Oh, either they got to eliminate hockey players from fighting. There's no way that hockey guys can get away with this, and they I, can't in other I'd sports. be curious. I think the casual fan likes hockey fights. I don't know if the, the hockey enthusiast likes it. There's no uh, fighting in international hockey. Good. I'm going, I'm going with the enthusiasts. Um, I want to get back to, so we're going to talk to our good friend, Doug Kazarian, top of the hour from, uh, the Daily Wager, from the Daily Wager. I'm sure he has plenty of thoughts on, uh, on the NBA finals, but I do want to go back. We, we've talked about it a bunch, but tomorrow's, tomorrow's the start of it. So let's, let's try to, uh, play the hits, so to speak on the, uh, on the biggest things, uh, in the NBA finals, NBA finals, MVP. Mm-hmm. I, I am of the belief. So if I were you, you mm-hmm. believe the Warriors are winning. Yes. I don't I, believe it, I know. I would bet a little on Steph Curry to win MVP. If you could find plus money, I actually think that's that's decent value. Because, look, I, I understand you could say, well, what if Clay goes goes nuts? What if Draymond's not winning it? Look, Wiggins played really well in the Western Conference Finals. I, I just think Nick kind of alluded to it, and, and I'll echo the sentiment. This is going to be a situation where even though it should technically be about the four wins that the Warriors get against the Boston Celtics. Mm -hmm. Unless somebody out there, which it's possible, goes nuclear through the entire series, Steph's going to be consistent. He's going to get his buckets. He's going to get enough. And I think if the Warriors win, I would be very, very surprised if he does not win this NBA Finals MVP. I think he'll play well enough, and I think ultimately he'll get the benefit of the doubt. You know, I was listening to Zach Lowe from ESPN talk about the 2015 finals. He said he voted for LeBron, and he would have voted for Steph Curry if he had voted for a Warrior. But it was this kind of, this, hey, Andre Iguodala shut down LeBron, even though he still dropped like 30-plus a game. Right. I think I would be very, very surprised if at the end of the day the Warriors are hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy if somebody else other than Steph Curry wins NBA Finals. So let me get some clarity. So you're saying that if I like the Haw- uh, Warriors, that instead of betting the Warriors minus 160 to win the series, I should just bet Steph Curry plus 110 to be Finals MVP? That's what I would do. 
That's one way to look at it. I mean, I know you you've got games five and six, and and yeah, with gambling, there's there's no sure thing. So oh, there's, absolutely. There's always there's always a way around it. Look, if you just you don't want to get cute and you're you're that confident, you just want to lay the price. Totally understand it. But I do think, in my opinion, I, I just would be surprised. Now, could Clay go out and play six, you know, great games against the Celtics? It's possible. I mean, he he's. He showed that in game six against the Grizzlies, game five against the Mavericks. He is certainly capable of it, but we just haven't seen that consistency from Clay like we've seen from Steph Curry all throughout this postseason. So let's just say Curry does not have an MVP-like finals, but Golden State wins. The intriguing other option for me is Jordan Poole. If he plays to the level that he was playing at, because the thing with Boston is, because, you know, JVT talked about it, how they like the crowd, the, the, the ball handoffs, where the issue with that is when a guy can get to the rim off the dribble and you're not, he's not just trying to hand off to go and, and, and shoot a contested three. And I just think that's where Poole, Wiggins are so much better as complementary scores than anything Boston has seen in the playoffs. Because, of course, all your focus is going on Steph and Clay. But Poole and Wiggins give Golden State, I just think, a huge advantage. So I wouldn't be surprised. Now, I still think Steph is going to win it because I think Steph's going to have a big series. You can see him starting to get in his rhythm, like really in his rhythm in the Dallas series, you know, where he's really feeling confident, you know, and he's making the shot. So I expect him to have a big series. I think Golden State wins in five or six. I think these seven-game series that Boston has, those legs are slightly not as springy and – powerful as they change direction and, you know, try and, you know, chase down the open three-point shooter and crash the boards and still get out on the break. And they're playing the best offense that they face, and I think that actually shows up in this series. I like Golden State in five or in, and in, or six, and I do agree with you, though. I wouldn't be against the, the – instead of taking Golden State minus 160 for the series, taking Steph Curry plus 110 for finals MVP. Because barring him getting injured – He's winning finals MVP if Golden State does, even if somebody else deserves it. Because the fact that he's not won a finals MVP has kind of been used against him when people have started talking legacy and comparing him to, from a legacy standpoint, KD, LeBron, Kobe, some of these guys where he's starting to get in that round. Because if they win, this will be, what, four championships? I mean, he's not LeBron. I'm just, 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 just I'm to my individual accomplishments in his career. If they win, this will be four championships, and he's already won two regular season MVPs, right? Mm -hmm. But he has not won a finals MVP. Correct. So the four championships would put him in front of D-Wade and catch him up with LeBron, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Okay. KD only has two. Giannis only has one. Right. Okay. So that's what, that like that's the air that Steph Curry's in. So yeah. I think the voters know that now. Pittsburgh just hit a two-run homer there. Yeah. I've got a man on two. The Rangers raised, so. The Pittsburgh Pirates are going to go to L.A., and they are going to sweep the Dodgers. That NL Central, man, is something else. <laughs> Apparently. You bet on the wrong team. God, uh, could you just imagine if the Cincinnati Reds went to L.A. and swept the Dodgers, which Sean would be doing right now? I mean, I don't think we had to be able to sit in I the same studio. The, I got to get out of the bottom of the eighth inning. Well, who was that guy on Twitter who said, uh, I embrace the losses? Well, 
There's another one. Dodgers in game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.